Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and I am joined by Jamie. Hello. Hooray! We're both here today. <laughs> It'd be pretty awkward if just one of us was here. <laughs> As opposed to all the other podcasts where we weren't sure if Jamie was going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for today's episode, we watched and will be discussing a Netflix original film called Rim of the World. Not to be confused with rim job. No, by r- any means. <laughs> no rims. No rim jobs going on. No rim jobs appear at the edge of the world. Um, so, brief summary. Yes. It is about an alien invasion, yeah. in which a group of four teenagers save the world. Yeah. Teen- <laughs> and it- Teenager, I think, is generous. They are <laughs> pre-teens. There you go. <laughs> like they're not even in high school. They've got to be like they're maybe like, twelve. They're like budding in eighth grade, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Pre-teenies, pre-teenies. But um, so yes, and and they do predictably save the world. Correct. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, so <laughs> we had a little bit of back and forth during our watch of the film. Which we don't normally do. We like to save our thoughts, but I couldn't contain my thoughts <laughs> when I texted Jamie and said, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> so that's my initial thoughts. On okay. This movie. And so for me, I don't think, I honestly don't think it was that bad. So I'm curious to know what in your like what added to making it feel like the worst film okay well it's just the acting is like terrible because all of the kids are preteens <laughs> themselves they're like 12 13 year old actors who i don't think were ever in a movie before this so their acting is terrible the it's so unrealistic that like they would have survived any of the situations that they were in where like the government is bombing and shooting up the area and these four (laughs) kids just like managed to dodge laser bullets i mean that's pretty much all action movies but yeah (laughs) but i guess but it just the effects were very mm, like (laughs) like just bad effects Well, certainly wasn't a high budget yeah no, very low budget movie. <laughs> um, and I I just hated, is his name Dariush? Dariush, yeah, Dariush. Oh my God, I wanted him to die so much. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, why don't the aliens kill him? He's yeah. going to get them all killed. Yeah, Dariush is definitely <laughs> set up to be the like spoiled rich kid who thinks he's better than everyone else. And, right. But and all I, that. I think my biggest problem with yeah. it is just the inconsistency in like the way you're supposed to feel watching it. Like at one moment it's like suspense action movies yeah. and like gonna die, and in the next they're like singing and dancing through a shopping mall. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't understand what is happening right now. The world is ending. Why are you so chipper? Yeah. No, I noticed that too because like throughout the entire film, it's either as you say, it's either suspenseful or there's a little bit of humor, but it's sort of it's not. It's not explicitly there to make you go, ah, ha, 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 this is silly. It's just right. like your typical sort of written in humor. But then, yeah, they have this, I guess I'm going to go ahead, I go out on a limb and say that this <laughs> film was in part funded and sponsored by Adidas because oh when they get to the mall and t- change it to Adidas is when they do this sort of like this, I don't know, 90s, um, what do they call it? Montage of them like singing and dancing and having fun and riding bikes. And and they're all like, they take the Adidas clothes right off the mannequins that are just like in the <laughs> middle of the mall. They're not in the store. 
Right, and, they're, 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 and they have to be the perfect size. Adidas clothes, like all the way down, shirt, jacket, pants, shoes. Yeah, and, and they all just fit perfectly, and then they just start dancing around. And I'm like, you do know there is a giant alien chasing you because the alien said that you killed its dog. Right, <laughs> like that's not a realistic motive for an alien, I don't think. But talk about also <laughs> something that's inconsistent because that dog dies with like a touch of heat from the um, the shuttle. Right. Yeah. But then we find out that the master or the the main alien guy basically can is yeah can regenerate and can't die. So I'm like, why they seem to be made of like the same material because it grew out <laughs> the same of him. Black goop, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> how does I don't understand how it's so drastically different in terms of what kills him and what doesn't. But so per- perhaps because the dog was like encased inside of the main alien when mm. they came through the atmosphere, it was able to protect it. But then Maybe. like when it comes out, it doesn't have the same regeneration properties. Why am I trying to? No, movie. I mean that's what you should be doing. <laughs> I think that makes a lot that makes more sense than just like one of them is magically more resistant than the other. And <laughs> well, I mean I feel like in this context <laughs> both make equal sense. Well, sure. <laughs> but um it is interesting too because we do see that there's another sort of dog one at least floating around. But Yeah, so they uh, must all just like come with their own. They dog. must, yeah. <laughs> but apparently we only ever see one alien. So I'm like how, and yet we have clear evidence that cities are being bombed and things right. are being shot. But like the only alien, which is probably down to a budget thing, but like the only alien okay. we see <laughs> is the one that's chasing the kids. For, right. For that no that definitely confused me. Like, especially once they get in the city and the whole city is like demolished. It's been blown up clearly like under siege kind of of setting. Right. And there's no other aliens. And if like they all have these amazing regenerative properties even if they had been shot like they would still regenerate and be around you right. know so <laughs> what were you shooting in the city right no, <laughs> Did just, you all just lose your minds but um but maybe like some of the ships that were flying around all came out of the mother ship so it, it was just be, all yeah. like air battle kind of thing and so the ground just took the hit for uh that. yeah could be I don't know. All yeah. the aliens are just with their six arms are just driving little <laughs> spaceships around. Driving little spaceships. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of a thing that was interesting, but I, I do probably assume that it's a budget thing. Um, but of course, the thing that was like, um, as I say, I didn't think it was a terrible film. Would I watch it again? No. But uh, I think that... I mean, you didn't think it was a great film. <laughs> no, 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 no. But part of the thing, because I also, I mean... It's true that these are kids and like the acting wasn't great, but it also wasn't the worst acting I've seen. And I, yeah. the thing that, I guess, the thing that like ahead. kind of annoyed me the most about this and that was also a double edged sword because it kind of made the film relatable and sort of funny is the fact that you couldn't go one minute without having a reference, like a pop culture reference to something else. Yeah. And that was especially the case of Darius, who would like every single thing out of his mouth was a pop culture reference, whether that be talking about like, uh, I don't know, uh, Marley and Me and like other films related to dogs. He mentioned like at numerous times, like John Wick and Wolverine was mentioned. Uh, they made reference to the Saw films with the clown on the tricycle, um, Buffalo Bill, like all of this stuff, Hannibal Lecter. It's, it was just like over pop. I'm like, people don't make that many pop references, pop culture references, right. which made it sort of like, and also you have to think that in like, <laughs> I don't know, it, it, this isn't can't be a lasting movie because in like 25 or 30 years a lot of those references people will be like, i mean wolverine and stuff like that sure 
but a lot of like films that are popular now are like random films. I feel like that's not going to hold up. So it's kind of like, right. obviously it's made for people living now because we can appreciate all of those references, but it's, it's just wow. a little overkill in a way. Yeah. I don't know. Are they just trying to imply that that's how preteens talk is just like, and maybe they do. I constant don't pop references. I don't know any here. preteens. Um, <laughs> my niece will know. soon be one. So I'm assuming maybe I'll start hearing these pop culture references, but perhaps, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is my least favorite age group for actors. <laughs> like, like little kid, you can excuse their poor acting because they're little, you yeah. know, like they don't need to know how to act. And like by the time you get into your late teens and you're playing like later high school actors, you're usually pretty good by yeah. that point. So like this is like my least favorite group mm. age wise for actors. And, and it's it's kind of hit or miss, though, sometimes because uh, did you watch Stranger Things? I did. And I enjoyed. Yeah, Stranger they were Things. really good. So I guess um, and they, of... they were a lot better. Yeah. But I think they were a little bit older. Could be too, yeah. <clears throat> but um, that they were a lot better, yeah. And maybe they just had more time to get better because it was a series True. instead of a movie. So they could kind of develop and learn how to act through each episode. Yeah. But, um, That's no, true. I did, I did enjoy Stranger Things. So I guess it's not a com- completely true that I hate this age group. <laughs> yeah. Um, adding to the sort of like unrealistic nature of the film is, as you say, they make it a pretty long distance without being harmed hardly at all. And the thing that I found interesting is that we would have these sort of jump cuts to like them somehow having traveled like right. 70 miles or yeah. something. I'm like, this is how. And at one point they I'm were on, on foot. their little bikes. Yeah. And then like after they tried to give the key off to that one guy and he got killed and whatever they, when there was basically like a fake ending of the movie, um, then they had to walk like 40 miles and yet they still make it most of the way. I guess they do steal yeah. that, um, that car, which they drive off a cliff but i feel like they didn't really drive that car very far before they got attacked like they just like and that's like another like scene in the movie that's so unrealistic you know you're being chased by something that could very easily kill you and it's a lot faster than you are and you're just like doing donuts in the parking lot because (laughs) you know how to you can drive a car and it's like okay and also this is the other thing if there really was um like an emp explosion it would have knocked that car out too. There's no way that like every car has a starter in it. That would have See, been I think that was the thing. That. Cause that car was before we had computer starters, I think is meant to be the, the thing, but it's not just like computer technology that it would knock out. It would knock out like anything like that. Well, it's anything electric, electronic. like even batteries and stuff like wouldn't work, you know, like if you had like a game boy that had AA batteries on it, those batteries mm. would work, you know, like, like, right. like just... things that are electronic would just go out. Yeah, so like that car wouldn't have started. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so that yeah. that was another like just disbelieving kind of like scene. Yeah. The like, other the other thing, of like, course, is Dariush's injury and the fact that he wasn't dead. Like <laughs> at the end of the right. Film. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just like he would have bled out on the way to the facility. You know. I, mean, I guess we're supposed to assume that it wasn't very deep because he is. He it just looks gets pretty and, damn like, deep when we away. see it. <laughs> I mean, yes, it does, but he never has, like, blood just, like, running down him. It's just stained a little bit on his front. So maybe I mean, yeah, he does write the... Scratch. I mean, he's definitely, like, bleeding a lot, though, and, like, he writes the code for Gabriel in, in his blood. blood. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, it's, um... 
Yeah, so he should have died. He should have, and of course didn't. they all should have, really. But I mean, yeah, they should all have died. <laughs> the, the very first scene at the camp when the the uh, planes go over and just start shooting bullets everywhere, they should have uh, all died there. Which, like, speaking of the <laughs> camp, like, I realize that this is perhaps in some way meant to just show the ridiculousness of adults and stuff like that but all of the adults at the camp were 100% over exaggerated to the point that I was like I'm pretty sure adults disappear like when is this going to happen because I can't handle all these camp counselors who are just being absurd well and aren't camp counselors I never went to summer camp but aren't they normally like late teens you know who are like volunteering to be counselors at camp and not actually like getting paid to do it as a job I think they're meant to be and that's why like I don't know if like some of the adults like the one that's um, apparently drunk and is left over after the invasion starts and gets killed while while he's peeing he doesn't last very long No, I don't know if he's meant to be like a late teen or something I don't know but yeah it's hard to hard to I don't say. know he looked like he was late forties, but <laughs> he did yeah <laughs> oh man what was his name Lou uh Lou was the guy they saved from prison or from jail oh okay who was yeah, the yeah. name of the counselor uh Conrad maybe Conrad I, think. <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter no um, yeah I think it was Conrad <clears throat> but um he was born in nineteen eighty three oh. the actor oh really <laughs> yeah oh. so he's definitely not young i mean he's not that old he's only six years older than us really oh 36 yeah (laughs) but um that's old (laughs) i mean it's pretty old but we don't know how uh i guess it's always tough to know what age they're supposed to be portraying in these films he looked like he was in his 40s (laughs) he kind of does in his bio picture on imdb too fair fair. (laughs) he just looks old and crazy crazy but um (laughs) that thing about lou so lou's the guy who when they go to the sheriff's station and find that there's no one there there's lou who's still locked up and i guess we assume later on that it's because he murdered people because he says he sent people to their grave or whatever right um which of course a murderer wouldn't just be in a sheriff's office first of all i think they would have sent him to prison but <laughs> I mean, unless they had just caught him that day or something and maybe like, well after we deal with these aliens we'll get him to prison <laughs> <laughs> right but clearly they've made the decision to leave him there and i think that does bring up like an interesting question for sort of morality like if you are if you know the world's ending and things are being destroyed and you stumble into um like a prison or something and people are still locked in yeah, there like right. what do you what do you do? Like, would well, you leave them in there? I feel like I probably would have let him out, but I certainly would not have told him about the key. <laughs> like, you don't right. tell a prisoner, someone who could be a criminal and want to steal it from you about the most important item in the world at that point. Right. I <laughs> know. That was ridiculous. Like, oh, look, I've got this key. <laughs> it could save the world. Right. Shut up, Alex. You idiot. Yeah, he's a little too talkative for his young age. But yeah, I felt the same way. I was like, yeah, I think I would have done what they did. Just like leave the keys within reach and then be like, we're going to book it and like maybe in 10 minutes release yourself and bye. Right. Um, Because then you could, in theory, could have enough time to get away. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like in that situation, if he hadn't known that the kids had anything of value, he would have just left them alone and they would never run into them again. You know, he looked for them after he got out. Because he knew they had something valuable. Right, and he wanted to be able to sell it for money and stuff. Right. <clears throat> so, That's true. Idiot kids. <laughs> They're all so dumb. What do you expect? 
Um, I don't know. Some common <laughs> sense. <laughs> no. Just like a little bit of street smarts. So. Right. So like another thing that I find conflicting about films like this with this age group is that there's always brought up this like romantic feeling yeah. and like I am yeah. confused about how how to feel about like this constant portrayal of young kid romance in series and films i hate it it's just it's too much like (laughs) of course you have people like daria she's like oh i've slept with this person and that person and blah 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 and i'm like you're 12 i know i'm like you're 12 you should not be (laughs) sleeping with people at 12 right and and it's like what is this sort of sent what message is this sending to like young kids watching this who are in at the end of middle school right that they should be like actively trying to like sleep with people and it's very strange and i, mm, I hate it, it. it bothers me okay I'm i hated glad. that they did that with the storyline yeah. i just like she was a cool character she didn't need to be all into alex the way that they had it happen it was just blah. <sighs> Right, and that's the thing. It's like you can't. Why can we not have a female character who then doesn't fall in love with one of the right. main characters? Like, why does that have to be like the overarching storyline for all female characters? Uh, and of course, like she the is... token woman in yeah. this group of men, so that she can fall in love with one of them, basically. Right, and I mean, of course, they're all <laughs> stereotypes. Like, we have like the nerd who becomes the brave one. We have the criminal who's really just misunderstood. We have uh, the rich, spoiled kid who's also misunderstood. It's like... Who's not really rich. Who's not really rich anymore, and his dad probably embezzled from the company. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. (laughs) So it's like, of course, I don't know. What do you expect? And then we've got like this cool, mysterious woman who's like come from another country, and we have no idea why. Like, why did she come here just to go to this camp, you know? And we never learn anything about her, like her background, other than like, oh, she's in love with Alex and can speak now. Right, and we learned that her dad wanted a a son or something yeah. so she ran away presumably but she also Which said is also just like a stereotype about right. china and like everybody right there <laughs> and then she also like i guess then considers herself an orphan because when they do the little thing and basically say yeah that she's an orphan i'm like oh, i don't know if that technically makes you an orphan but it makes you more of like a runaway but she does say something that's very important and which is echoed in a lot of sort of uh shows and stuff which i really really liked and that was um, at the point where she said something like, "You can't, ch- uh, you can't choose your family." Wait, how does it go? You can't choose your can't family, but you can build a new one. Build a new one, or something. Choose a new one, or yeah, something. yeah, something like that. And I'm like, that is something that's that's very true, and and I think that's something you realize when you become older and start becoming an adult because. I think we have ingrained in us this sort of idea that families comes first and that even if your family is sort of terrible, you need right. to blindly rely to them. And that's where we get these phrases like blood is thicker than water and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, but I think that's an important thing. Like you do get to choose your family as you get older and and you find people who you connect with more and who you have more in common with and similar ideals and stuff. Right. Yep. I completely agree. Because sometimes people in your family can be terrible human beings. Yes, that's they not can. your fault. <laughs> exactly. You didn't choose that. That's just yep. like the cards. That's the cards you were dealt. So go find people you like better. Yep. Exactly. 
But um, but yeah, I mean, I guess in the end, everything sort of wraps up and. Well, of course, it ends all happily. <laughs> they get the key to the guy, and they manage to do all these incredible feats inside of this building to get the power back on to get the satellite realigned to get the code into the computer and to blow up the mothership which which, save the world (laughs) and then the the great thing is that they become knighted by queen elizabeth afterwards that okay so like when they're reading this fact that it was like they find in this building it says something to the effect of like europe destroyed asia demolished but then like afterwards they show them in europe in england being knighted by the queen after like they've just learned that europe was completely destroyed so (laughs) i guess wait a second the queen would definitely be dead and if she wasn't she wouldn't be like in her palace still i guess buckingham palace was spared you know <laughs> i guess the aliens like, yeah, don't worry about those islands over there just hit the mainland <laughs> maybe maybe but i thought it was ridiculous and i also i'm pretty sure you can't be knighted unless you're british so maybe yeah, they I made an exception <laughs> but it was just kind of silly and um uh of course his mom is still alive too which which make, which begs the i guess maybe she I hate his mother couldn't you hate her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely super embarrassing, like yeah. making him sing in front of the entire camp with her. And also, like maybe just support your kid's interests and don't force him to go to this camp if it's not what he's interested right. in doing. <laughs> and I mean, granted, she clearly supports his interests somewhat because his computer setup, he had like 50 That's screens. True. And I'm like, yeah. how the fuck is this possible? <laughs> this, like this kid has the best setup. Yeah, um, that is true. Uh, but maybe that's like compensation because we do find out in the when he's finally burning the thing, the alien, the only alien alive with the um, plasma cannon or whatever. We find out that he's like has this fear of flame and stuff because his father came back to save him and burned alive, basically. Yeah, like right in front of him. Basically. Yeah, which is pretty. Which I guess they do show in the beginning. Like, his arm has some sort yeah. of, like, burn scars. So I'm like, ah, that makes sense. And, like, every time there's fire, you see, like, a flash in, like, the fire of his father's face in the movie. Oh, really? Did you notice that? No. Yeah, like, like long before the end, anytime he walks past something that has a fire burning, he sees, like, a flash of his father's face in it. Oh, I missed that. Okay. <clears throat> so, like, I assumed his father had died oh. in a fire long before the end. But... See, I didn't see any of that. And then I was just like, oh, his dad died in a fire. Even, like, at the very beginning when the fire truck goes by, he sees, like, a reflection of his father in the side of the fire truck. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. Wow, I guess I paid more attention to it. I didn't even like the movie. I guess I was too busy writing (laughs) notes instead of paying (laughs) attention. Probably. I wasn't looking at... Usually I'm not looking at the screen as much, but I wasn't taking notes. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much much everything that happened that that I can think of. It's definitely, like, if you picture a book that's written for, like, grades 6 through Mm 8, so, like, like reading level grades 6 through 8 kind of of level of comprehension, and then that book was turned into a movie. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. That's what this was. (laughs) Like, take that, add a splash of pop culture, and add a splash of profanity, and you basically have the movie. Yeah, I mean, not even really <laughs> profanity. <laughs> like, they don't even swear at all in it, do they? <laughs> yeah, they do, for sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, I, did you, ha- you said you didn't find any quotes in it? No, I didn't write down anything. <laughs> that's fair. 
They're just like a couple of fun quips, like when Darius is talking about how girls fall for him, and the camp counselor's like, "Yeah, they fall off the zip line and almost commit suicide." <laughs> and he's like, "Whoa!" It's just like I think that was the most thing was just a bunch of the the little quips that I found pretty hilarious. But okay. um, but yeah, I think that's the only one. Oh, there was also one where uh, the things fly by, and Gabriel's like, "Oh, it's like Independence Day," another you know reference uh, to pop culture. And Darius just like, it's June, Gabriel. <laughs> so, yeah. Which is silly because for the one doing all the pop culture references except that one, surely he would realize what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, I thought it, it was a little bit unrealistic that he wouldn't have known that was a movie. I've never seen it, but I recognized it as a movie. Yeah. And I guess like the last one I have is, um, uh, oh, it's Alex who says, oh, does Darius mean douchebag and Farsi? <laughs> because he's acting like such a douche. Right. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess like the only random thing left to talk about is the fact that uh, there's that whole scene where the monster is either licking and or impregnating Daria. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> thought he was gonna like have baby aliens. Me come too. Out later. <laughs> Me too. But clearly he's fine after swallowing alien semen or whatever that was. It was just like this long <laughs> tube that had like this spiky thing at the end. Spiky yeah. thing out that he shoved into his mouth. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's up for debate what that was. Maybe a sequel will be him exploding with alien babies. Maybe, yeah. That was left inconclusive. <laughs> it was. <laughs> we in don't a, know what that was about. In a more like adult film, that definitely would have happened, I think. Yeah. If we were geared probably. towards adults. But um but yeah, I mean, it's basically, uh, as you say, it's it's a, kill, a a film destined for like fourteen year olds, and I think even today's fourteen year olds would find this film dumb. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, but I think yeah, it tries a little too hard. It's a bit silly. Um, I don't know. I wasn't like bored watching it. I thought it was amusing, but it's I, definitely. I wasn't bored i just thought it was really dumb right and that's the thing like at some points were so dumb that it was kind of, that it was amusing and that's what sort of like led to me still being interested in it but um but yeah i mean you know just another sort of unbelievable almost end of the world film right <laughs> yes the apocalypse films are becoming so popular they're now making them for children yes they are exactly <laughs> But um, yeah. but yeah. So that is uh, Rim of the World. Rim of the World. Um, if you, all of those who are listening, enjoyed Rim of the World, or vice versa, did not, um, <laughs> go ahead and let us know. You can uh, hit us up on Twitter. Our handle is NNO Podcast. Or you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail dot com. And uh, we will be back next week talking about something probably a little more in line with what we usually sort of watch <laughs> <laughs> for yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Because um, I think at the end of the week, uh, we have new episodes of Black Mirror coming out as well. I think it is. The, it's either this week or next week. Yeah. It's soon. So we'll so, have to definitely yeah. watch one of those. Um, definitely. But yeah, so uh, make sure to tune in next week. Uh, if you are listening, if you made it through this episode and you really enjoyed this show, uh, you're the wrong. Show, you're Just wrong. Just know that. Uh, if you if you enjoy listening to us talk about nonsense and whatnot, uh, feel free to share our podcast with a friend, spread the word, and put it on your social meds. Put it on your social meds for sure. <laughs> and yeah so we'll be back next week and uh 
stay it, fresh, I guess. Stay <laughs> fresh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>